Parshas Bahar Tovshin Ayin Tes. Pasuk in this week's parsha says, "V'chol Eretz Achuzaschem Gula Titenu Laretz." In all of the land of your inheritance, Gula Freedom Redemption will be given to the land. So there's a Messiah here. Messiah we've explained before means a list of other places in Tanakh that has the same words. And very often the Mepharshim try to connect all the different places in Tanakh with the same words. The Balaturim does it often. So the Messiah over here writes, the Balaturim does not bring this one, that it's four times in Tanakh the word Uvichal Eretz. One is here in Parshas Bahar, the Pasuk we just mentioned. There's another Pasuk in Melochim Aleph, Perak Tes. Uvichal Eretz Memshaltoi, Shleim HaMelech it's talking about there. In all the land of his rulership. Uvichal Eretz Mitzrayim Tishachis HaOretz Mipnei HaOrev. By Makas Orev. It says the whole land of Mitzrayim will be destroyed because of the wild animals. And the fourth place is by Yosef collecting the food for the famine in Mitzrayim by Hirob Uvichal Eretz Mitzrayim HaYalachem. There's a famine in all the other lands. <coughs> but in Eretz Mitzrayim there was bread. So our base of Nehemiah Kornitzer, who we're very familiar with, the Rav of Krakow, Einikol from the Chassam Seifer, Zechrein and Levracha, he explains as follows. And he says, there's a concept that something that is removed from its place of origin, the place of its growth, the place of its sustenance, it loses its natural kaychus. Spiritually and physically, just Agav, he doesn't bring this, but recently in the Gemara and Bechairis, Rabbi Shobah Chananya and the Sabi de Be'atuna, those elders who were so brilliant and he brought them out of their place, and someone said, this can't be them, look at them, they look all sickly, they look all old, they don't look very smart, and he said, I know, because they're not on their land, and he took some of the dirt he brought along from their land and sprinkled it on them, and all of a sudden they were rejuvenated. So says Rabbi Yisuf Nehemiah, we find that concept, that when something is taken away from its place, so it loses its kaychus, spiritually and physically. And therefore he writes, that when it came to the Makkah of Arayv, and other Mepharshim say this as well, he himself says, that afterwards he heard that he was Mechavin to the Das of the Kedosh Alyoin, Rav Shimshon from Ashtapayla, he says, Baruch Shakivanti, that when it came to Makas Oroiv, Hashem is bringing wild animals from all over the earth. And Moshe Rabbeinu is telling Parah, you might think, what's the big deal? If you bring a polar bear from Alaska or wherever they come from, from the Arctic, what's it going to do? It's not in its place. It's not going to be so strong. It's not so scary. And so on and so forth. All the animals are being brought from all different regions and places, but they're not in their place. They're not in their home place. They're not as dangerous. Maybe they're not dangerous as all. At all. So Moshe Rabbeinu therefore said to Paroi, he said to Paroi, the Lashon, 
and the houses of Mitzrayim will be filled with wild animals, and also the land, the ground, which they are on it. So he explains that means to say, the animals came with their ground. The polar bear came with the Arctic. The lion came with the jungle. It had its natural habitat come with it, so it came with its full kaiches. <laughs> the ground that they're on, it came with them as well. And that's why the Pasuk says, <laughs> The entire land is going to be destroyed. Because you could you imagine that the land of Mitzrayim now has so many different other pieces of land on it. It has the jungle, it has the Arctic, it has this place, it has that place. The whole land of Mitzrayim, its natural land, has been destroyed because the Arav has come, each animal with its Adama, with the Adama that it lives on, to give it its full power. And that's the, pas, the first Pasuk, of Echaleretz Mitzrayim, Tishachet And when it came to Yosef, and Yosef wanted to make sure he collected grain from all the other lands, and he wanted the grain to stay fresh in Mitzrayim, so what did Yosef do? Yosef, Yosef did the same thing. Why was it? Why didn't his grain rot? It's not in the right place. It's not going to stay fresh. He brought it from other places. The answer was because Yosef Asadik knew that. And when he brought the grain from other places, he brought its dirt with it. He brought its soil with it. And therefore, it was able to stay with all of its kaychas, fresh through all the years, because it wasn't taken away from its natural habitat. It was brought, the soil was brought with it. So just like the wild animals came with their soil and their dirt to give them the chiyas, so too Yosef made sure that anything, grain that he collected, it came with its dirt, it came with its soil, it came with its grain. So it should stay fresh. Continues with Yosef Nechemia. When we look at Kla Yisrael in the Golas, we see a very interesting thing. We have been taken off of our natural habitat, the place where we get nutrients, the place where we stag and grow. Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Hakodesh. So, but what happened when we went into Golas? We're not dying and withering away. Adarabah and Golas. We're being stronger in Ruchnius. Golis Bavel, Talmud Bavli, eventually from Bavel. Even as we went through the Dairis, we don't seem to be withering away. And more than that, not only is Kala Yisrael being successful and flourishing in the Golis, we give success to the places where we come. When Jews land in a place, and this you could, you could examine throughout the different stops in our Gullahs, when the Jews were there, were they successful. The Jews left, they were thrown out, the country went under. Spain is an example. Other countries as well. Kla Yisrael brings Hatzlacha to a place. And that's the Pasuk in our Parsha. Wherever you're going to go, Geula titnut laaretz. Not only will you, Kla Yisrael, be successful, you will give a Geula to that land. You will give a growth and a abundance, and you'll give a bracha to the land that you're in when you're left when you're thrown out of that land. So that's going to leave as well. But this is a problem, says Rabbi Yisuf Nechemiah. <coughs> Why is it? How is it possible if we've left Eretz Yisrael and we're away from our makar? 
just like the wild animals needed their ground, their their land, and just like the grain in your Yosef needed their land, how is it possible that not only do we grow and we flourish, but we could even make other places successful? So with that we come to the fourth pasuk, Uvechal Eretz Memshaltai. Wherever we went, the Rabbeinu Shalom went with us. The Memshal of Hakadosh Baruch Hu is also Bechal Eretz. The same Bechal Eretz that we go to, Hashem goes along with us. Galu Lebavel Shchina Galu Imaim. So the truth is. Our mikar of sustenance also came with us, just like the wild animals and just like the grain. It's the taira and the shechina may not be Eretz Yisrael per se, but it's the kedusha of the shechina and the taira that comes with Kla Yisrael wherever we go. So when we go somewhere in Galus, we flourish because we do have our soil. We have what gives us the kayak, and therefore that gives us the kayak to have a hashba and the nations that we're in, in the land that we're in, to give them also a bracha, and give them the ability to flourish. Because even though Bechal Eretz Achuzaschem, even though we've left Eretz Yisrael, but Bechal Eretz Memshaltai, the Rabbeinu Shalom has come with us, the Torah has come with us, and that gives us the power to be able to grow and flourish in Golis, because we've taken that with us. And I think as we approach Shavuos, there should be a very big chizuk for every one of us. Klal Yisrael as a whole is not left by themselves. We're not wandering in Galus. We come with our chiyos with us, with our battery pack, with the thing that charges us up. And that's how we face the nisyanus of the Galus. And for any individual who thinks that he has to go out to the world and face the challenges of the day, which surround us every moment of the day, and surround us as a Kala Yisrael, and surrounds individuals, and he may think to himself, I'm all alone, he's making a mistake. Don't never forget, you have the Rabbeinu Shalom in the Torah that gives you the power to protect yourself, to shtai, to re- to retain your Kedusha, to retain your your loyalty to Torah and mitzvahs and to the values of Torah and mitzvahs. And when a person sits down to his black gemara and a person comes into the Beis HaKnesses or into the Beis HaMedrash and comes to a tefillah, you know what you're doing? You're charging up that battery pack. That galu l'bavel, galu shechina imam. That uvechal eretz memshalte that every one of us has. We go into the Beis HaMedrash and we charge it up. And even if we're not fully plugged in, so to speak, because we're not sitting in the Beis HaKnesses and the Beis HaMedrash, but when we go out to the world, we have that battery pack with us. We've been charged up with Ruchnius, so that when we go out to the world of business, or we go out to the world and face the Nisyanus of Kfira and of lack of Tznius and Pritzus, and an attack on all the values that we stand for and that we hold dear, we're not alone. We have the Rabbeinu Shalom with our Torah and our Mitzvahs with us. We have that battery pack all charged up and ready to go. And that is what a person does when he comes to a shul and he sits down to learn and he comes to daven to the Rabbeinu Shalom or he says a kapitol to Hillim before he has to go anywhere. He's charging up to the Vichal Eretz Memshaltai. The same way that the animals needed their natural habitat and the same way 
that the grain needed its natural habitat, Kala Yisrael has its natural habitat. Wherever we go, we're carrying with us the Rebbeinu Shalolam and his Taira. And that is our natural habitat. That's what makes us grow. That's what makes us flourish. That's what makes us protected from the world around us. And as we approach the Yantif of Shavuos, and every one of us, Bez Hashem, is going to be Mechabalas HaTaira. It's a time now to think about be Mechazik in Taira, be Mechazik in Ruchnius, understanding we are the Am HaNivchar, and the Rabbeinu Shalom didn't send us out to Galus as the Am HaNivchar, as a Galus. Adar we went into Galus, but we came with our natural sustenance. We came with the Adam Asher Heimalea, just like the Araiv. We have the Taira, we have the Rabbeinu Shalom with us. That should give us the strength Every one of us as an individual and Klai Yisrael as a tzibur, to be able to face those challenges. It's time now to renew our commitment as we approach Kabbalah Satayra, renew our commitment to Tayra, understanding that the only way for Klai Yisrael to succeed in the Galos is only if we're steadfast in our Tayra, our mitzvahs, our davening, and we should be zaycha that even though we're flourishing now because we have the Hadam we have the Rabbeinu Shlelem, the Tayra, and the Shechina, but Be'ez Hashem, we hope to go back to the land itself, to the Eretz HaKadosh, Bevi Yaskoyal Tzedek, Vimheru Vyameinu, Amen.